0: Yo, 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 yo. Hey, man, what up, doe? What up, doe? Hey, uh, you already know what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Welcome everybody. <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode 12. <laughs> Welcome to episode 12, man, of the Ariel Roller Coaster podcast. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Man. You just started, man. Oh man, hey man, listen, let's this, let's the area the podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? In the build, man, with my boy Sleepy, man. Sleepy, talking to people one time. What's going on, everybody? Whoever rode in an ambulance car? I'm having a good time, y'all. <laughs> he everybody.
0: was too good. Who
1: rolled in? Am last cop? I ain't never rolled in one. We got the Lil Wayne concert going on,
0: man. So I know a lot of people going to see Tunchi, man. Rightfully so. Go do what you do, but you know, with people like us, like me and Sleazy, man, we actually be uh, booked to host those kind of gigs. So going to it as a patron don't feel the same. So we don't participate unless unless we book to be there. You know what I mean? So that's just that's how I feel about it. Once you experience that and once you do that a few times, man, you kind of realize like I'm not enjoying this the same as as a patron on road 33E, you know what I'm saying? As I was on the stage, you, you know what I'm saying? i
1: sorry for the people way up there cuz I used to be that person. It's a different feeling, man.
0: It's definitely it's definitely a different feeling. Um but yeah, I know everybody's going, everybody in the city, you know what I mean? Lil Wayne coming out, they going they going nuts. I know uh uh, Lil Wayne went to campus today and was uh, went seeing Calipari, so you know he kicked it with Calipari for a second and all of that. So you know they they going nuts, but more power to him. You know what I mean? More power to him. I ain't mad at nobody for going. You know what I mean? But shout out to everybody in the midst of that is tuning in to the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast episode twelve. You heard? Shout out to everybody over there on YouTube. Shout out to everybody over uh, over there on Twitter. Shout out to everybody over there on Facebook. Man, we appreciate you. Make yep. sure you like. It. You know what I mean? Share it, put it in your story, tag somebody, do something, man, because we here to have a good time. You know what I mean? Um, what you been up to, slezo man?
1: Man, booked and doing them concerts, like you was just saying, man. Like we just New Edition just left, so we the ones that you know have to host the show and do all that jazz. So I've been booked doing shows and doing stuff with the radio station. I've been busy. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean,
0: for y'all that don't know, I mean, you know, Sleazy is, uh, he does morning radio every morning, early in a mug.
1: So, uh, you know, he, he's uh For no reason. Early. It just be too early for no reason. People be thinking, when I be like, I'm going to bed at 8, they be like, man, you going to bed early? Or they'll text me at like 10, 11. i make sure I text or call them back at 3 a.m. when I wake up just to be an asshole back. <laughs> i be like, man, did you hit me up? Yeah. <laughs>
0: But you know, you're getting it in. So it's like, you know, that comes with a whole lot of uh that comes with a whole lot of duties and, and you know, venues and gigs and whatnot, man. So, you know, uh to be booked is a blessing, we, as we know, you know what I mean? So shout out to that, man. Um anyway, um I wanna I wanna get on into it, man. Um first of all, shout out to uh that boy uh Jalen Hurts, man, and um uh uh Lamar Jackson, man, for man. Uh, being some of the highest-paid players ever in the NFL, and that is a beautiful thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Hurts was the highest-paid player, a uh, highest-paid player for like all of 15 and a half minutes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> called his agent immediately. Wait a minute, yeah, make it make it work, make make it work. But it was hard because you know, uh, Jalen Hurts he got a whole his whole team is all women, all black women. You know, I thought that was hard. His whole team came and got it done. And then what's even more hard is Lamar Jackson. His team is his mama. You know what I'm it,
1: saying? It's just him and his team is his mama. mama. Not that making bad
0: dope. Yeah, it's like, listen, she ain't tell you to do nothing with that hairline, but when it came to getting these contracts, <laughs> she made it do with it too. Hey, listen, boy, look at this. Look at this. Look at that man hairline. Jesus. Look at that hairline. It is almost touching the bridge of his nose. That hairline.
1: <laughs> I know a, a do I know
0: a do-rag hairline <laughs> when I see one. A do-rag hairline? Yeah. Yeah. He looked like he got that done in Guatemala. You
1: know what I'm saying? He, <laughs> and hair hey, real Anthony hamilton
0: Oh uh, yeah. He looked like he sings all kinds of green bean tunes. You know <laughs> <laughs> real bits of gravy in it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> come here, Charlene, baby, and back to me. You know what I mean, hey boy. Lamar Jack, Lamar Jackson' hairline is rounded in eighties to ten. You understand what I'm talking? <laughs> hey boy,
1: I'm, I'm jealous that his hairline still come down there. About twenty-two, man, it was like the McDonald's you now. <laughs> he by got 20- the team. Teen- yeah, I've been saying about twenty-two. I, man, I was looking like a principal, like by a the head. principal body. Quit running in my hallway. You know? Insubordination. In Insubordination.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to them boys, man. Cause they got some they got some real money, man. Uh, they got some real money. Sleazy about to pop back in on the cell phone, man, so he can have a proper connection and whatnot. Um, but shout out to them boys, man. Lamar Jackson, man. It was dope for uh Lamar because uh it was dope for Lamar because uh you know, he's been holding off, and he finally got what he was doing, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Ricky Devine, man. You know what I'm saying? Ricky Devine, him and, him and his woman, man, they cop some really rare sweatsuits, man. Wearing them to the Lil Wayne concert, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to you and the lady, man. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's tough, man. You know what I mean? I appreciate y'all. I seen the picture she posted. That's tough. Y'all, y'all at Rupp Arena holding it down, man. While I'm at the crib holding it down, man. You know what I'm saying? Some a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Ricky Devine. Harold, uh, Rissable said, why is there no audio version of episode nine? There is no, uh, it's a good question. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, if you actually, uh, listening to it on, on the, uh, on the audio platforms, audio podcast platforms, um, basically there is no episode nine because we was having a lot of mic issues and the audio was horrible. Like if you watch episode nine video wise, you can see how bad it was going and it was, it just, it was no way it could be fixed. Like." you would miss pretty much most of the podcast cause it was just like, it was something that was happening on some interference with the microphone. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's why episode nine is not available. It was a good episode. It was a funny episode. Uh, I hate when we have to basically quote unquote waste the episode, but you know, that was, that was what happened. You know what I mean? So it, it was what it was. Uh, but yeah, no episode nine is not available on audio, only video. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it was what it was. But shout out to that though. I'm glad i that shows me you're listening, man. Shout out to that, man. I appreciate that. And appreciate everybody going to the uh to the Lil Wayne concert, man. We got Lil Wayne in town, man. Lexington, Kentucky. We ain't never been too far. You know what I mean? A lot of people, a lot of people don't show us love like they supposed to, you know what I mean? So for uh Wayne to come to the city, man, it's a big thing. I hope everybody has a monumental night at that thing, man. And you know, we're gonna, you know, make it what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Sleezo back in the building you back in the building we good he's still trying to figure it out yeah so uh lamar jackson and jalen hurts though lamar jackson jalen hurts man uh at one point jalen hurts was the highest paid uh player in nfl history with his contract i don't know the exact numbers but i know it was some 200 million type action and then uh it was a 200 something million type action and then um You know, Lamar Jackson, he was already in limbo kind of waiting because if they weren't going to pay him, he was going to leave and go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm glad that the Ravens finally came around. They signed uh, OBJ, you know what I mean? Which was a good thing to convince him to come. And uh, they went on and paid the man. I think they paid him five million more than Jalen Hurts to make him the highest paid player in, in NFL history or whatever it is. The thing about it with Lamar Jackson, it's like I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's great. But it's always a sore spot for Lamar Jackson because what people do not realize is when Lamar Jackson came out, his coming out party to where people knew that he was that guy and they realized like, oh, who is this dude? That was a game against Kentucky. Nobody knew who Lamar Jackson was until the game against Kentucky. That whoever that quarterback was, that was the quarterback for Louisville was doing terrible. We was winning by 21. And it was something like that. We was winning by 21 and the quarterback got hurt. We was playing. I think we was playing, uh, I don't know if we was playing there or at home. I don't know. But all I know is I see Lamar Jackson get in and run the ball 92 times, and we could do nothing with that man. Nothing at all. And they finished the, uh, finish the season winning most of the rest of the games. You know what I'm saying? The next season, it was a wrap. Louisville was a top-ten team. Off the top. then they was a, like a top. Then they won the championship. Like, listen, man, Lamar Jackson is unreal. His coming party was against Kentucky. And I'm like, bro, y'all know he's gonna run it. Stop him. And every time he ran the ball, he was getting 10, 15 yards. We couldn't do nothing with that man. And uh fast forward to now, he's the highest paid player in the NFL the lowest paid airline. So <laughs> shout out, shout out to that boy, Lamar Jackson, man. You know what I'm saying? He got <laughs> he got an NFL career, but he got uh NFL. Yo, Canada, hairline. you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Lamar Jackson, man. <laughs> I also want to let y'all know, man, uh, this podcast, even though uh, Liquid Def don't know it, it is sponsored by Liquid Def. You know what I'm saying? This is one of my favorite drinks out right now. You know what I'm saying? Liquid Def, they got canned water. It's actual spring water in a can, but it, it's like it trips you out to be drinking water out of a can, but it is really good. And then they got plain sparkling water in a can, and then they got actual flavor sparkling water in a can. And I'm telling you, Mango Chainsaw. Is one of my favorites, and I drink this all the time. And it's like you know, I'm, I gotta put it on the mic so you can hear it open up. Listen, listen to that man. Ah, liquid Death available at your local Walmart. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting me a deal, man. Understand that. You good, Sleezo? Let me check on Sleezo. Make sure he, good. <laughs> he trying to figure it out. Um. But yeah, now we got that out of the way. Uh, my my guy, little Uzi Vert man. Let's talk about my guy, little Uzi Vert. Little Uzi Vert man. Um, little Uzi Vert. I guess he done came out with an alternate, an alternate identity. He done came out. What with about an now? I can hear you. Say something.
1: Hey, this is easy.
0: No, ain't it? Ain't no better.
1: Yeah, no, I, I switched to my phone. Damn,
0: damn. Um, little Uzi Vert, man, he came out with a uh, a new uh, personality, I guess, and he named himself Leslie Chow And I think it's so funny because JT's a city girl, and she's rapping all of this about real ass niggas and da 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 da, da. And she got with the weirdest nigga in the fucking game, weird ass nigga game. <laughs> not no real weird ass nigga give a fuck about it you know what i mean like what do you bro can you just imagine him in the middle of their day session you know what i'm saying oh my god this is so great i mean you really like your counterclockwise movements are are stellar like <laughs> i i really want to i really want to wear your bonnet while we do this you know what i mean like
1: chibi and him
0: hey man i i heard you but I think I think pull the uh pull the laptop back out cuz it was way better. It's like overkill with this one. So try try that one. The uh back to the laptop. Yeah, like little Uzi Vert, man. Little Uzi Vert. He, he like uh he named himself Leslie Chow and uh I think it's hilarious because it's like you got this goth rock star personality, you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, you got with one of the chicks that's the most toxic musically. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think the two match up. Like you shoot, you shoot jumper jumpers weird. Like he dunked the ball in that shoe store, and when he got yeah. done, his hands yeah. like this. <laughs> like, did I break it? What did I do?
1: <laughs> every every, every, time. every time
0: I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sleazy having mic issues man shout out to sleazy man um little uzi vert though little uzi vert he's sitting there with jt and they in this relationship and they kissing you just got to put two or two together man like it got to be the weirdest session ever like just by the way he talks and the way he has conversation like he gets done he's like okay all done like you know, <laughs> did i make a oopsie you know what i mean like I don't know, man. That's just... I don't know, man. That is hilarious, man, to see them two. And it's like, everybody gonna talk about how opposites attract. It ain't no opposites attract. She just making a financial decision. Because Lil Uzi Vert... Now, Lil Uzi Vert, I love Uzi's music. Uzi's hard on the mic. Pause. Uzi's hard on the mic. You know what I mean? But it's like, when you actually just watch him have conversations and meet with people and, you know, just the way he talks to people, I mean... Being him being romantic in a relationship, like she's like, he's a really great guy. Like, come on, man, he acts like <laughs> a 15 year old female softball player. Like, what is what, <laughs> what is Uzi on out here in these streets? You from Philly, everybody around you got beards and they say, ah you know what I'm saying? And you, <laughs> you on something totally different, you know what I mean? So, it's I don't know, man. Shout out to Uzi Burt, man. <laughs> um keeping it moving though um man it has been a whole lot happening in the past week man it's been a it's been a lot um we lost the legend in the game man we lost o g uh Jerry springer you know what I'm saying we lost jerry springer man um <clears throat> shout out to the o g man held it down for years while you skipped school and why and why you uh stayed home when you slept in sick Jerry springer got you all the way through there you know what I'm saying shout out to that boy jerry springer man that was that was a uh, that was a time in in daytime television, man, when you could watch them Jerry Springer and Mari Povich and you know Ricky Lake and all that kind of stuff, man. When they was in their prime, with nothing touching them, man, with nothing touching them, man. So you know, uh, uh, Jerry Springer ain't never did nothing uh, wrong by us, you know what I mean? So we gotta, you know, shout out the legend, man. R R Peter Jerry Springer, man. One time, you know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> your boy, uh. Your, your boy, your boy designer man. Your boy designer man. I know you heard about what happened with designer man. Um, they said your boy designer got on the an airplane and got caught beating his meat on the airplane man. And I say it again, uh, your boy designer was on the an airplane and he got caught beating his meat on the airplane man. And basically, he was it was mid flight, so they had to come back. And, you know, uh, they had to basically have the police ready by the time he got, by the time they landed, because bro, bro whipped out mid flight and, and handled his. And uh, as soon as they opened the airport door, the police was like, Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> hey, bro, I don't know what's wrong with that boy, Designer. But Designer always been on some extra, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. He blamed it on medicine. Designer blamed it on medicine, but I don't, I don't, I don't know no medicine where you know, because you know them commercials always tell you the the side effects and the possibilities of that particular drug. You know what I mean? <clears throat> may cause upset stomach, diarrhea, hot flashes. May cause heart stoppage. May cause blood clots. Da 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 da. And none of that in that fast language. I listen to Bone a lot. You know what I mean? I listen to Bone Thugs and Harmony a lot, and so I can understand. I listen to Twister. I listen to Buster Rams, I can understand somebody uh talking fast, you know what I mean? And and in none of those uh, uh commercial descriptions did they say, you know what I'm saying, upset stomach, diarrhea, uh high blood pressure, beach meat on the plane. Like, you know what I mean? No, they never said that. In none of those, you know what I mean? None of that. So, I don't know why uh designer is trying to blame that uh on, on the medicine as if he's trying to attempt to save his career. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he tried to save his career somebody said he said designer was hijacking <laughs> hey bro he definitely was because i don't know what flight i don't know nothing listen ain't nothing about an airplane girl, it make me uh feel that way to the point where you're just gonna whip out mid-flight bro that is a plane how do you even feel like you'll get away with that like bro you wilding these flight attendants coming through, they done spilled cracker crumbs on you. <laughs> they asked him, did he want a Biscoff? A Biscoff cookie? He's sitting there mid, you dig? Mid-session. Bro, are you serious? Are you serious? I wonder what medicine it was that made him fly off the handle like that. Because them commercials, you know, they be, they be, uh, what do they say? uh why don't you try this medicine? It'll work and it'll improve your day. And they have two people in the pasture running around enjoying themselves. And then that's when they hit you with all the stuff that happens. Uh, uh, may cause left. May cause left arm tingling. Um, if you experience knee weakness, go see a, a professional. And none of that did they say uh, may, may make you whip out at any given time and get the job done. Like they don't say that in these commercials, fam. So what medicine did designer take? Bruh, it's chip. He's tripping, man. I mean, you know, I ain't wanted to like talk down on nobody's career, man, but I mean, he ain't had no room to mess up. People was already fed up. You came out and everybody liked your music because they thought you was future. You know what I'm saying? You done had a tough road, man. Then you did a Timmy, Timmy Turner. You know what I'm saying? That was just a good viral moment. And then here it is, 2023, you were still trying to do Timmy Turner raps. Like, bruh, it's over. Your box is high. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> You still got a, a, a kid in play box, man. Come on, man. designer. what you doing out here, man? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But designer was really, uh, whatever medication that was, I need to stay far, far away from that because, uh, if he's saying he's out of his mind, then he must be really out of his mind because I don't know no medicine to make anybody whip out like that. You know what
1: I'm
0: saying? what else um i see that uh cameron and joe button's beefing um just recently seen that you know what i mean cameron and joe button's going through it on the internet you know what i'm saying um i didn't even know they had problems man until um you know some old footage of uh noriega and joe button popped up on the podcast and they was talking about uh they was talking about um how all the all the failed rappers are trying to do podcasts now and um they said all the failed rappers is trying to do podcasts and the the podcast excuse me the podcasts are failing like they said the podcasts are failing and uh they was just kind of laughing at it like you know how somebody had a cooking show and somebody else had a sports show so everybody took it as if uh, Joe Button and Noriega was talking about uh, um, um, Trick Daddy and Cameron, you know what I mean. And uh, I ain't heard Trick Daddy say nothing, but Cameron went on and took it, you know what I mean, took it like how it was. So when he'd seen the clip, he went straight at him and you know, he kept at peace with Noriega because I guess they got a relationship, but he went straight at Joe Button. And you know, the typical thing what they do with Joe Button every time somebody got a problem with him, they call him a crackhead because he used to smoke dust, you know what I mean. So um, and I guess dust w- to clear it up, uh, I guess dust is, uh, I guess when you sprinkling the cocaine on your weed, I guess, I guess he used to smoke his weed like that. So, you know, he used to smoke dust. And, um, so everybody brings it up. Like, uh, he called him a crackhead. He called him whole button. You know what I'm saying? He called him all, all kinds of names, man. And, you know, uh, I don't know, man, maybe this a cause for some good, some good, uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't know, man, but they both popping. in. Uh, it is what it is, 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 you know, uh, it's, it's growing steadily. Do you know what I mean? That, that show is growing because it's just, it's a sports show that's just super duper uncut. And then you got Joe Button. he's coming, he's coming away. He's coming. So it's, it's all a good thing. You know what I mean? But, you know, they going through it talking about post locations and all that. And, you know, uh, Joe Button ain't ducking no smoke and Cameron wants to smoke. So we need to see all of this on tape because that's going to make for a great podcast. And you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna make for a great podcasting, man. Bedos Media, what up though? Johnny Williams just said uh freeway and JD Kiss just squashed a uh 20-year beef. Always good to hear news like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Um, uh, I didn't know they was beefing because you know, if it's from that Rockefeller Rough Rider stuff or whatever, um I mean, you know, J.D. Kiss and, and the Locks done did songs with Benny Seagull, like plenty of songs since then. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know it was still a thing. You know what I mean? But that's good to hear, man. It's, it's good to hear that they they squashed that. You know what I mean? Um, but this is going to make for some great content just to see what's going on, because, you know, uh, if anybody got the clout to uh, talk that talk, Cameron got the clout to talk that talk. So, you know, it'll be interesting. The back and forth, you know what I mean? I don't think it's going to get to nothing physical, but to see that back and forth, I think that's going to be pretty dope. And not to mention, I thought about it. I thought about something, man. And I thought about the fact that, um, you know, podcasting has became a big thing right now. I know this podcast is only on its 12th episode, but this is not my first podcast. It's just one that I decided to spearhead and take on. You know what I mean? Because I was a part of a podcast that was um, it was straight triple radio and people that know about straight Trip radio know that that was a complete movement within itself. Uh, I think it took over, I think it took over the city at one time. Uh, it had grew to where it was a self-sustaining platform. You know what I mean? Like we had, we had uh 1500 listeners weekly. We had, uh, and that was kind of nationwide, 1500 listeners weekly. We had, um, merch, we had, uh, we had live comedy shows, you know what I mean? We had all of that, like Straight Tripper Radio live comedy night. Like We had all kinds of stuff popping, man. It's where um, Straight Tripper Radio was like a growing entity, but it was a lot of guys that felt the way because they couldn't participate with us and it was growing into something so crazy that they started doing what it took to get it shut down and it actually worked. It kind of messed up the momentum and it never gained that momentum back again and it was that was something that we was paying to do. Like, I mean, when you pay like early in the game, I think to get the exposure that we was getting as far as like it governs how many people can, the program we was using, it governs how many people could listen. So, you know, you had to pay to get more people to listen, you know what I'm saying? So we was paying out of pocket and it started getting to the point where we was experiencing so much interference that it just wasn't making sense to do it no more. Cause the hate was working, you know what I mean? But I mean, that was still a good experience. And that was, that went on for, Three, four years or something like that that we was doing that. And on top of that, that was at this point, that was probably seven years ago or something like that. You know what I mean? Straight triple radio was a while ago. You know what I mean? Maybe eight years ago. I don't know. But I'm saying all of that to say that, you know, I I ain't no pup in this podcast game. You know what I'm saying? I d i done been here. And before that, uh I was doing I the actual pioneer of all podcasting. If you don't know, I'm a hippie to the actual pioneer Of all podcasts, bro. You got to understand, Howard Stern is the pioneer of all podcasts, fam. He had the first actual podcast. It took me time to sit there and think about it, but it's really Howard Stern. Think about it. Howard Stern had a radio show and he was actually filming it. And it was, I think it was actually, he had a deal with a network to where it was on network television. This is before anybody was doing anything of the sort. He was actually doing a radio show, to where it was on radio, but at the same time he had video that was actually a deal going to a network too. That was the first of his time. Howard Stern had the first podcast. He had people turning up on the show. He had all kinds of celebrity guests, bro. Howard Stern. Howard Stern is a pioneer in the podcast game. So I think the people that we look up to now, shout out to them because they are the ones who kind of blew it open to where it could be money in podcasting. But Howard Stern is the first to do it and actually make it a thing. I think that's why I'm so into podcasts. Like, I listen to podcasts. I enjoy listening to podcasts. I almost do, like, if I'm in the middle of doing something, I like listening to a podcast more than I do music. You know what I'm saying? It's just interesting. And I was like, man, why am I so into all of this? And that was because I used to listen to the Howard Stern Show all the time. I forgot what radio station it was on, but it was on radio. When it left radio and went to Satellite, I actually almost thought about paying for satellite radio at that point. You know what I'm saying? Because satellite radio wasn't a super tough thing. At the, you know what I mean? But, bro, you got you to gotta pay homage to the ones who really did what they did, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout, out to my, uh, shout out to my boy Swan in the building. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy uh, Mad King, Trey Bailey in the building. You know what I'm saying? What up, Matt Brown? What up, though? But. But, yeah, man, I it just, it just dawned on me. I'm like, man, Howard Stern was the first podcaster if you actually want to break it down. And that's tough because for the run that he's had, I think he's still doing it at this point. I ain't listened to Howard Stern in years, but I think he's still doing it at this point. That was a movement, bro. Like, he was doing, he was, man, Howard Stern came out with a movie about his life based around that show. Think about that. Ain't no podcast doing that. Podcast is getting million-dollar deals now. You know what I'm saying? They growing now, but this is within the past three to four years. Nobody was really getting deals like this. Now people's making life-changing money and deals, you know, off of this kind of stuff, so you know, shout out to the actual real pioneer, man, uh Howard Stern, man, you know what I mean? And I just had to include the fact that, you know, even though this is episode 12, we've been putting in work over the years, you know what I'm saying? Uh Brought to you by Liquid Death, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I need to know, man. Who y'all think, if it come down to it, who y'all think are gonna win this Cameron and Joe Button beef? You know what I'm saying? Who y'all think gonna win the Cameron and Joe Button beef? I, you know, I don't know, man. This is two supreme. This is two supreme shit talkers, man. They good at what they do. You know what I'm saying? They good at what they do. They witty, and and Joe Button got a condescending way of talking that talk, and 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 having a little bit of grunt with it. You know what I'm saying? And and you know. Cameron gonna do it like a Harlem dude do, you know what I mean? So I think it's gonna be real entertaining. I, I can't wait to see what's going on. Trey said uh, people don't understand how tough podding is too. It ain't that easy. Oh yeah, facts. Um, I think I think the biggest thing when it comes to podcasting, man, um, is one having fun, and two you got to have the ability to carry on a conversation. You can't be sitting here socially awkward and think that you can get on the mic. And carry on you know what i mean carry on uh, a discussion about topics for 45 minutes to an hour like it ain't gonna work like that you don't even talk to people so how you agree to have a podcast the thing that the thing that's happening though is everybody everybody's seeing the growth of podcasts and seeing that people can get money from it so now everybody's thinking they can do it so now it's just as many podcasters as it is rappers you know what i'm saying it's just as many you know so with me it's like I chose to do a podcast because I'm always um, I'm always creating anyway. Like I stay creating. People that know me, know Lexington, know Straight Tripper Radio. They know they know the history. I stay creating. You know what I'm saying? And just because a platform fails, maybe that wasn't the plan for that platform. That was it. Did its job. Maybe that was to build you to do the next thing the right way or whatever. You know what I mean? So you know, that's kind of where we at with it. You know. That's exactly where we at with it. Potting podding is tough, man. Sometimes you got it, sometimes you don't. It just be what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh Johnny said he got uh he got Cameron on this one. So we got one going for Cameron on the Cam versus Joe. You know what I mean? We got one going for Cameron. It said Flip be roasting Joe on his own podcast. Yeah, I mean, but that's you gotta think about it though. That's entertaining, though. You know what I'm saying? Flips roasting Joe because it's entertaining. It's actually funny, so it's like, yeah, get that off. You know what I mean? You're just making the podcast that much better by getting the jokes off, and you buying us time by just talking your talk. That's easy work. You know what I mean? It makes sense. And comedy, we do that. The host might, you like, the host might host the show, right? And then I'm sitting here and I'm on stage, but the host is my dog, but he might have on an outfit that I, I'm thinking of funny stuff about. I'm a roast his outfit. But guess what? I got to get off stage. Guess what that does for the host? That's going to give him time to think of what what he need to say about me in, in reply. And that's going to make the show that much better because now they laughed at what I said and he's going to get back up and then talk about me. Now they laughing at what he said and we all in there laughing. So you buying more time and you actually increasing the attention span on what you got going on. So that's smart to me. I ain't going to get into the X's and the O's of things. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? trey said uh dudes talk about potting like they talk about vacations they with it until it's time to pay to play oh yeah facts it's stuff it's cost money right now like this is out of my pocket like this you know what i mean but it's like you gotta like you really gotta pay to play if you want to do this then you gotta invest in yourself you know what i'm saying i'm not investing for a immediate return you know what i mean i'm playing a long game i'm betting on me you know what i mean that's part of the game you know i'm after i get done with this I got to download this stuff. You know what I mean? I got to download this stream. You know what I mean? I got to upload it to the audio platform. I got to put a description in. I got to, you know what I mean? I got to make sure that the audio's crispy. I got to make sure everything's everything and then get it out there to the masses. And it's just what it is, you know? It's part of the grind. Like you said, either people going to be about it or they ain't going to be about it, man. You know what I mean? It's pie game is different, man. So I I, sh- I give a, I commend Joe Button uh for, uh, Even getting to this point, because I think Complex rated them like ranked them number one podcaster uh, out there, like the number one podcast out. And I could see that, but Joe done took on a lot, especially with like Roy and Mal leaving and all that kind of stuff. Uh, When they left, he was kind of trying to figure it out, man. And the homies came and helped him out. And you got to think, while you going through that, that's like a mental depression and you still got to keep the show rolling twice a week, every week, nonstop. Bro, that's tough. So to fight through that and still and then find your own find a new pace and win off of it, bro, that's a win. Can't beat it. You know what I'm saying? I like seeing growth. I see 85 South Show, 5 South Show. They done got a new. Sp- they have been in a new space for a couple of uh, maybe a couple of months, three months or something like that. They got a new space. That's growth. Joe Button Podcast got a new space. That's growth. You know what I mean? Because you got to think. You got to pay rent in that place. You got to actually design the set. Everything costs money. You just see the optics of it, but everything costs money. And you're just trying to do it to get a return. You know what I mean? So shout out to everybody getting it in, man. Um, I got, uh, I heard the, uh, I heard the uh, Brittany Griner conference. The uh, 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 She had a, a press conference. Brittany Griner did, man. And I think this is her first time speaking publicly since she came home. For those that ain't hip, you know, Brittany Griner did about a year uh in Russia. She got caught in the airport with a uh with a vape pin, um, with a with a THC pin or whatever. And uh they locked her up and basically held her over there and she was, you know, she was over there playing overseas ball and just had a vape pin in a in a purse. And that's illegal in Russia. So, you know, they locked up with plans to keep her there. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, uh I guess the president and everybody kinda lobbied to get her out and it worked in exchange for, you know, a prisoner that we had. Uh I don't know his name, Vladimir Glogominov. You know what I mean? <laughs> but who the uh, they call him the Russian merchant of death, you know what I mean? But they let that dude go in exchange for Brittany Griner. And uh this is her first press conference since then. Now, I'm not gonna play the press conference because I don't want to get hit with no copyrights. These people they be these these uh platforms, they be stingy with the content, you know what I'm saying? Even though they creating content, they don't want you using their stuff. So I am not gonna use that audio and mess up the stream and mess up the monet, mess up the monetization of this. So, I'll just kind of uh preference what she was talking about, you know what I'm saying? But let me tell y'all, she said that uh she has no plans to ever go overseas again, you know what I'm saying, unless it's to play for USA basketball. Uh, she said she has no plans to play overseas ball or even go overseas anymore, um, to uh you know, because of all of that that happened. And I can agree with her, I fully agree with her because, first of all. Uh, if that happened to me and I got locked up like that, just trying to play ball overseas, you—I won't go overseas ever again either. I won't. I don't even want to go uh, too far out of the county after that. Like, bro, just keep me at the crib. I need everything to come to me. I don't even—I can't be in another state too long. You know what I mean? I don't want to go overseas. for don't even overseason my food. You know? I, mean? I don't want nothing that's overdone. Don't overdo nothing for me. Do it the regular amount of times or a little bit beneath. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Listen, man, and just like Johnny said, he said I ain't realize her voice was so deep. Listen, whatever she's taking is working, cause she sounded like uh, the dude, the dude that did all the interludes on Boys to Men. Yeah, girl, <laughs> at the end of the room, you know I love your sideburns. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, hey, listen, her voice is dumb deep. I started losing track of what she was talking about, cause I'm like, bro, why is your voice got this octave of bass in it? Like, I am thrown off. You are a woman. But, you know what I mean? I rocks with Brittany Grana, man. I rocks with Brittany Grana. Brittany Grana is a brave soul. Brittany Grana was, she she was around the family at the pool with no shirt on. I was like, wait a minute. This is odd. This is like awkward. And everybody was just chilling. I'm like, I don't care what they look like. It was was boobs, man. (laughs) Those are, at the end of the day, those are, you know what I mean? Those are what they are. But I rock with Brittany Grana, man. Brittany Griner showed me love. I had did a Britney Griner roast one time because she had went live on Instagram with no shirt on. And, you know, she tattooed, body looked like a Chipotle bag, you know what I'm saying? So I shot I shot the jokes, you know what I mean? And and uh, she got in the comments of the roast, man, and, and was laughing and showed love, you know what I mean? So it's like, one, thank you for being a good sport, and two, thank you for showing love, man. So shout out to Brittany Griner, man. That was before she went to jail and all that stuff, though, you know what I mean? Um, But she said, she said, um. The reason that she was playing overseas ball, because she was in the WNBA, but I guess in the offseason she was playing overseas. So um, she said the reason that she played overseas ball is because of the pay gap, because women make significantly less than men. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, I can just double up on my money if I just kind of play, quote unquote, year round. So in my offseason, I go overseas and play. I'm not breaking any rules and I get to pick up a check. And, um, you know, instead she picked up a prison sentence and, you know, it was good that, uh, she got up out of that, man. So I definitely understand, I definitely understand where Brittany Griner coming from, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, <laughs> I ain't even, you know what I mean? What's up, Joy? Said, uh, imagine a professional ball player supplementing the income. Not nah, facts. That's big facts. I mean, and to think about it, we think just because they're professional, they making a ton of money. They make a third of they make like they highest paid players be making less than what the worst player is is getting in the league. You know what I'm saying? So I can see I can see where she wanna make extra income. You know what I'm saying? Like Brittany Griner went and got a second job, you know what I'm saying? She playing the WNBA and she do taxes, you know. Brittany Griner got a second job. She over a seven foot one putting up light bulbs at Home Depot. She had a second job. You know what I'm saying? You know, during, during the season, she'll give you 20, 10 and 10. In the off season, she'll give you a 20 and two 10s. She'll give you two tens for your 20. (laughs) That's crazy though, that she had to do that though, man. You know what I'm saying? it's crazy she had to do it it's it's bad you know it's bad in the WNBA because um women's college basketball is more interesting than the WNBA. now that the nil deals exist and all of that these these girls ain't got to go nowhere <laughs> these girls ain't got to go nowhere they they making money you know what i'm saying they making a bread they ain't got to go nowhere man it's 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 interesting because like lsu angel reese you know what i'm saying she could have went to the league and probably been the first pick she probably could have been the number one pick this year And next year, she could be the number one pick if she want. You know what I'm saying? Like, she probably could have been the number one pick in the WNBA draft. And she said, no, I'm making good money right now. So I'm going to stay in school. And we're going to run it back. Try to get us another chip. And guess what happened? Old girl, uh, Haley or whatever her name is from Louisville, she done uh, transferred to LSU. So they done got that much better because that girl can hoop. So, uh, hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Coach Truck, what up, though? <laughs> Said she's still pulling bad chicks. Hey, listen, man. The funniest part about Brittany Griner getting freed from Russia and coming back to the USA is, y'all remember she had a head full of dreads. She went a dread. She went to Russia as a dreadhead, and she came back looking like Taj Mowry. <laughs> she came back looking like Taj Mowry. What was it, the smart guy? Whatever, it is, bruh. She talking, I said, You got a Disney Channel haircut. What is going on? She got a taper fade. I said, Yeah, buddy. That is some supreme coochie eating to get to just sit in a chair and comfort. And be like, yeah, taper the sides in the back, you know. <laughs> she eating coochie catty corner. She coming from the, you dig? She coming from the southwest. up. Uh, you dig? She got tactics. <laughs> <laughs> joy said uh the worst nba player making 300k as double for a top tier wnba player a superstar wnba player makes less than an nba player uh running after loose balls during practice and you got a point you do got a point you you have an absolute point but i also have to admit also have to admit that watching a wnba game is pretty boring and that's no knock to WNBA players. You know, shout-out to uh, shout out to Misty Bass. That's the homie. Shout-out to Misty Bass, you know what I'm saying? Uh, WNBA legend, you know what I'm saying? And girls get busy. They do be hooping, but it's like watching the game just regularly. You be like, yo, this is like watching the Spurs play. Like, y'all hooping, but it's just all fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? It's just super fundamentals, you know what I mean? And, like, I feel like the Spurs was never exciting. When they had Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili and and uh, uh, Tony Parker and all them—they was boring. They, they, that team was boring, and they was killing everybody by thirty. You know what I'm saying? But it was just fundamental. You know, I think the thing with with girl women's college basketball is the fact that they have a lot. They have a lot that's packed in with it. So you got the college atmosphere, which is going to be way more live. You know what I'm saying? You you got the college atmosphere that's way more live. You got them that's got active Instagram, so they they not they not professionals on Instagram. So it's just like they might be having fun doing TikToks and whatnot, and it's just kind of normalizes them. So it's more entertaining to watch. Not to mention, in college, the coaches is letting them cook, so they balling. You know what I'm saying? When you get to the WNBA, you're a professional. You got to do what the team is telling you to do. You know what I mean? So it's like, eh, but you know, I understand. Yo, you got you got a point. You are absolutely uh, uh, correct. <laughs> Mike Book said, "Brendan Griner came back, look like Gerald Green."
1: <laughs>
0: oh man! Speaking of uh, speaking of NBA players, man. <laughs> speaking of NBA players. Man, uh, uh, my bad! My son just tried to call me. He don't know that I'm going live. Uh, speaking of uh, NBA players. It's funny because um <laughs> it's it's just like a wraparound. It's kind of a boomerang thing. I just it, it it compelled me to say something, you know what I'm saying? Um I don't know what Nipsey Hustle done did to y'all, to y'all artists out here. Nipsey Hustle is a legend. Why are you talking about Nipsey Hussle, Steezy? Let me explain it to you. Nipsey Hustle is a legend, okay? But I don't know what Nipsey Hussle did to all artists to where y'all felt like y'all needed to butcher this man's picture all across the country. Y'all are doing these murals and y'all are butchering this man's good name all across the country because them murals that y'all... her. I don't know if Nipsey Hussle is hard to draw or what, but y'all are just turn his... Y'all turn his legacy up with these bad murals all across the country. You be riding and you see a Nipsey Hussle mural, you like, bro, that is not Nipsey. That is Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like... <laughs> That is that is Spencer Dinwiddie. Like don't he play for the Brooklyn Nets? Like who is that? That is not Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> Talking about RP Nipsey Hussle and he's over doing a layup. That is not him. Who is that on that mural? That is not Nipsey Hussle, man. <laughs> Nipsey Hussle must be level 11 difficulty to draw, draw. On a scale from 1 to 10, he's 11. You know what I'm saying? Cuz y'all having a tough time drawing my man Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all are ruining. You're ruining that man's legacy all across the country. <laughs> Johnny said, "That's Osama Bin Laden on that people in the people's wall." You over got Nipsey on the side of a convenience store. That is not Nipsey. <laughs> that is Muammar Gaddafi on the side of that building. What are you doing, bro? Got a rocket launcher in his hand. That is not Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> that is not him. Who is that on that mural? I don't know. Him and Kobe are tough, tough people to draw. They do better with Kobe, but they don't butcher Kobe too. Like that is not Kobe Bryant. That is Bo Kim Woodbine in a Lakers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that is Bo Kim Woodbine in a Lakers jersey. What is what is going on out here? <laughs> Somebody said, uh, Trey said, uh, I saw a mural that looked like Prince with Down Syndrome and kawaii braids. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, I don't know what it is, man. Nipsey Hustle is a difficult drawing object, I guess. Because they be having a tough time. They be struggling drawing my man Nipsey Hustle. That is not Nipsey Hustle on the side of that convenience store. <laughs> that is a... That is a, <laughs> That is an albino Doberman Pinscher that you got on the side of that store. A West Coast albino Doberman Pinscher. (laughs) Show me a good Nipsey mural. I only seen one, and that was like around the corner from the Marathon store. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Nipsey paint by numbers, bro. <laughs> this whole cheek is a one. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nipsey paint by numbers is crazy. Come on, man. Nipsey paint by numbers. Wow. Wow, we wow, we wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all in for a treat, too, man. Uh, y'all in for a treat, too, man. Um, before I end the podcast, I want to show y'all. Uh, I'm going. Uh, debut some 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 new merch that's coming out for the summer man this is just one of several that's coming out for the, for the summer man you know what i mean and y'all know what i mean you know like this is this is uh one of the older one of the older designs man the older sayings it don't cost a dime to show love you know and i got all kind of merch available but uh i got some new stuff that ain't dropped yet i ain't even started pre-orders or nothing nobody has saw it you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, I probably need to debut that to y'all at the end of the podcast so y'all can see what's, what's up to come. You know what I'm saying? What's coming next, man? You know what I'm saying? I put my foot into this one, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm proud of this one. I put my foot into all of them, but it's like this one. You know what I mean? I'm I'm excited to unleash on the folks. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> uh, Mike Book said Dylan Brooks. Hey, man, listen prime example of uh fuck around and find out that's what that is f around and you gonna find out bro was looking goofy the whole time you know what i'm saying bro was looking goofy the whole time man my dog sleazy said you gonna have to figure out the mic yeah we don't know i don't know what's going on man because we both got macbooks so i don't know maybe it's because you own a chrome i don't i don't know i don't even know man Uh let me see. Um let me see if I can find me an instrumental real quick. I gotta find me an instrumental on the phone,
1: man. Um Let me see. Uh Man, I gotta find Let me see, uh I gotta turn some music
0: on real quick, man. This copyright free or something. Cause I gotta celebrate. We gotta celebrate, man. And I know you like Starks why are we celebrating. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you why we celebrating. Because uh the woman, the woman that's accusing that that accused Emmett Till. Uh, she just passed away from cancer, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know what I mean? For uh, for uh, our kind, it's just time to celebrate for somebody who did something so evil to get away with it long. You know I'm saying, you gotta celebrate and turn up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, I posted a video, right? <laughs> I posted a video, right? Talking about how uh, Talking about how, um, you know, they posted like the the meme of showing that she had, you know, passed away or whatever. And I'm just kind of dancing in front of the meme or whatever, you know, and it's just a joke. It's whatever. But at the same time, people's like, but I'm saying this should have happened 87 years ago because I guess she was 88. And I'm like, bro, do you not realize that this woman has been living within her karma for the last probably 65, 70 years? Like, do you not realize that? Like 70 some years she'd been living in Christ. That's a long time to deal with what she had to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So I think she suffered for a long time for real. If we're going to keep it a a buck, we're going to keep it a stack. We're going to keep it all the way honest. I think she suffered for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got to think you can't really go nowhere for real, because if people find out who you are, they might get you up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't. That was the era where racism was like, that was the thing that was in style. You know what I'm saying? Racism was in style. Then racism went out of style. We started gaining a little power. You can't walk around here. you going to walk up right, Boop. Get your head cracked out of nowhere. Somebody gonna throw a toaster at your head. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's old girl that got Emmett Till set up. Boop, 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 boop. You know what I mean? Mink it, mink it, mink it, mink it, mink it. You know? <laughs> she can't go to a nursing home or nothing. She got to get taken care of privately. Other than that, it's going to be somebody in their 70 that still got a little wrist movement. Mink it, mink it, mink it. And those three punches took 45 minutes. <laughs> hey, she suffered for a while, boy. It's a celebration. All right. Um, <laughs> I know when she got to, when she finally, uh, when she finally got to heaven, because that's where everybody say everybody go, when she finally got to heaven, Emmett Till's right there at the gate, looking at the list like, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got a special question, man, for everybody out here, man. Shout out to everybody that's watching right now, man. You're you looking at episode 12 of the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. I'm your boy, Starks. We out here getting it in, man, making it do what it do, do. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, I got to see if y'all know something, man. I got I to gotta see where y'all at. So listen. You know, we got the chat. We got the chat right here available. As you can see, we got the chat. So I need somebody to type this in. You know what I'm saying? And the first person to type this in wins nothing. But still, it's just, I need you, to, I, I need to see where y'all at with it. So tell me who this person is once you see it. For the people listening in the audio, I'm about to put a picture on the live stream. And I want people to understand, I want to see where everybody's mental is at and see if they got a, a memory like I do. Hold on. Here we go. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let's see if you know. Let's see if you know. I don't know if you know. But let's see if you know. Let's see if you know. Type it in the comments and let's see if you know. Like, oh. up. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah that's that's it right there right right there for for those that's listening man I just posted a picture of obsession um you can type it in your google and do your own research you can type obsession obsession in Google and do your own research um I implore you to do so uh but I'll just leave it with one word champion okay uh you want to know what kind of champion type it in google you know what I'm saying uh, champion okay you know what I'm saying I'll post it one more time so you can have a good recognition. Champion, all right, all right. <laughs> I just wanted to see if everybody's heads was worth, you know what I mean. See if y'all was in the game. Mike Book knows what's going on. Joy says she ain't got a clue. Type it in Google, and and find out for yourself. One word, champion. Uh huh. <laughs> He's a champion. <laughs> okay uh moving on man um oh man this is tough this is tough man so i'm stumped by this i'm stumped by this all right Joyce, she said she'd be right back so i'm stumped by this right here right let me get my let me get my story up okay bing y'all see this young lady right here man uh her name is tara davis woodhall um, she's a 23-year-old Olympic long jumper, right? Excuse me. Um, she has been stripped of her national title after testing positive for THC. The U.S. Anti-Doping Agency has announced uh, and made a decision Tuesday that, um, uh, uh, she's stripped and she's, uh, she got to complete a one-month suspension from, um, basically participating in Olympic sports. Um, they said, you know, they said the suspension at first, but they said ultimately that uh, they ruled that her penalties that should include losing the title that she earned in the uh, track and field indoor championships on February 17th. Um, they, I guess when she won, they went on and tested her, and she failed the drug test that day. My thing is, my thing is, right, okay, y'all tested her. Y'all tested her right. And uh, she tested positive for THC. My thing is, if the THC, if no medical studies have shown the THC gives person, a, a person an athletic advantage, then why on earth would it be considered a banned substance? I don't smoke weed. But I'm saying I don't shame people to do. Some people have anxiety issues. Sometimes, man, just because you're an athlete, they be thinking that you built for the crowd and the audience and all that. Some people don't be on that. Some people anxiety be tough. Like, you know what I mean? I know people, man. If you watch the Manti Teo docu- documentary, he was saying once he made it to the league after all of that scandal and all that kind of stuff, man. Um, he said he was out there and his body was going through stuff that he'd never experienced before. Like, he would be out there and in the middle of a play, the quarterbacks about to say, Hike, he's a linebacker, and his legs would be numb to where he can't even feel them. So they thinking he's playing bad. Meanwhile, his body is just reacting to trauma. You know what I'm saying? He's not even he's not even there. His body's not even there. And just something as simple as some THC might have brought him to the point where he was mellow and he could cook. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is this. If y'all going to sit here and condemn these young athletes for THC in their system, a harmless substance that doesn't give any advantage besides making somebody mentally mellow or getting them out of this out of that anxiety state that they be in. If y'all going to do that to them, then y'all need to go on and drug test all these politicians, too. Let's talk about it. If y'all going to drug test these young ladies and athletes, that's out at here trying to change things and, and make a life for their family, because it ain't like they're out here doing pills and cocaine and this, that, and the third. Drug test these politicians, then. Let's see what's in their system. You know what I mean? Since they making all the important decisions, I feel like a politician's job is more important than the athlete's, right? Athlete is just entertainment, right? These politicians are making real-life decisions in the world. We need to drug test them. Let's see what's going on in their system. I bet we find all kind of the finest of cocaines, huh? We're going to find all kind of pills in their system, huh? Let's find out what's going on with these politicians. Because I think it's just unfair that y'all just picking on these people, just like Shikari Richardson. Shikari Richardson was growing too fast for y'all, and y'all had to figure out some way to get her shut down. So y'all want to make her fail a drug test. That's stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Don't make no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if you're going to do that, we need to do it all the way across the board. Okay, keep testing. Keep testing all of these folks. But at the same time, test these politicians, fam, because I don't think nobody should be in Congress on cocaine. Okay, some of these some of these politicians smoke crack. You understand me? They know what crack tastes like. They know what cocaine smell like. Okay, You can't tell me that they don't. I'm telling you, man, as somebody who's been in the streets as somebody who knows how street life is, you'd be surprised who you would see right through that hood. You understand me? You'd be surprised who you see right through that hood. Some of the, listen, surgeons, doctors, you hear me? Physicians, huh? They smoking the crack cocaine. You understand me? So if you go and drug test these young ladies, man, because THC is not on your list, cool. But make sure y'all testing these uh politicians and, and police officers too. You understand me? Don't test the police officers just because an incident happened. Test them randomly like you do athletes, because they making important decisions, huh? They making important decisions. Not everybody's living by the book. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I bet you that changed some... I bet you that... Well, uh, THC is not really a complex thing that we need to adhere to anymore. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You got an eight ball in your pocket. I can see it. Is that an eight ball in your pocket or are you happy to see me? (laughs) Real life. (sighs) Shout out to Liquid Def, my future sponsor. Shout out to Liquid Def, man. You know what I'm saying? get it there everywhere you get your sparkly waters at you know what i'm saying <laughs> um i like my fa- one of my favorite pages on instagram that i like to look at because it's just like every post is like interesting and it's like facts that you never knew nothing about and that stuff like intrigues me like man i didn't know this was a thing i didn't know this existed i didn't know this was you know what i mean so uh my favorite page on instagram is uh my favorite page is called wealth so if you ain't following Wealth on Instagram, man, I I, I implore you to follow Wealth because uh, Wealth is is a dope, uh, dope. I like, uh, um, I like I like Wealth, man. Wealth is dope. Um, and what I saw on Wealth today, man, I felt like I needed to share with y'all. It's pretty gangster, man. Um, they said they got this town in Poland, right, where all six thousand residents live on the same street. I'll say it again. A town in Poland where all 6,000 residents live on the same street in that town. That town basically has one street and everybody lives on it. Here's another picture of that town. Look at that. Ain't that crazy? For the people listening on, uh, on the audio side, man, I'm showing a picture of this town. You can look it up. It's a town in Poland where all 6,000 residents live on the same street. Let me tell you something, man. You ain't, you ain't got to ask me what's the name of that street. I know the name of this street. I don't care whether it's in Poland. I don't care whether it's in, you know what I mean, Connecticut. I know the name of this street. Martin Luther King. Hello? That's Martin Luther King Boulevard. You can't tell me no different. I know Martin Luther King Boulevard when I see it. And people are living on Martin Luther King Boulevard. I'm talking about three miles down the road. You still in the same neighborhood. That is, if y'all want to, y'all can have the biggest gang on the planet. <laughs> y'all got six thousand people in your neighborhood. Y'all can have the biggest gang on earth. You know <laughs> that is Martin Luther King Boulevard. Come on, man. I know y'all smell barbecue all the way down three miles down the road. Like who's barbecuing? Come on, we going down to the three thousand section. <laughs> I smell barbecue. You know what I'm saying? I know I, it got to be a gas station in the middle of this neighborhood. Because it looked like you might run out of gas midway through. Hey, Charles, it's me again, man. I ran out of gas, man. I stopped right in front of your house, man. I know you got some lawnmower gas in there. Get me together. Make it to the end of the street. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got to have a gas. That's a long street, bro. That is a very long street. Come on, man. Come down the street, you know what I mean? And your whip is all clean. You in Poland, so you you playing your Yoda lay hoos. You know what I'm saying? You coming down to your Cadillac yo're to let you're e let eat up' let eat up that's that's tough that's tough Six thousand people live on the same street bro now it got to take 25 minutes to make it to the end of the block you know what I'm saying That's a lot of people to live on one street bro. That traffic got to be nuts in the morning. Everybody trying to get to work. It's, just, it's like a freeway backed up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just trying to get out of the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm overstuck on Martin Luther King, man. Now, once I get off MLK, man, I'll be there on time. <laughs> That's insane to me, man. 6,000 people on one street. That is crazy. You, got, you don't need to go nowhere else. Everybody lives there already. You ain't got to go nowhere. The post office is is, uh, the post office is in somebody's garage. You know what I mean? Like y'all got your own town and one street. Uh, let me see what else. Let me see what else I got in here, Cass. Let me see. Uh, they still in that boy Jonathan Major's head. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Jonathan Majors. I mean, you know, I'm just shouting him out because you know I feel like uh, this is a smear campaign, man. You know what I mean? Uh, they talking about uh, Jonathan Majors' alleged victim granted temporary restraining order ahead of court date. Ahead of the court date, said the woman who is involved in an alleged domestic violence interview uh, distribute blah, blah, blah. The woman who is involved in an alleged domestic violence dispute with Jonathan Majors has been granted temporary dis- uh, restraining order, according to CBS News. On Thursday, the alleged victim, who has not been publicly named, was granted the protection order ahead of their upcoming uh, May 9th court date. Um. So my thing is, um, man's is just I don't know what like they I don't know what happened. I know that they was talking about he hit the girl in the bar in a fight. That that sort, but the thing is, is, is his is her word against his, and it seems like the, his word ain't even mattering much. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's, it just seemed like his word ain't even mattering much. And uh, bro, bro was hotter than fish grease, man. And it seemed like uh, they talk about um, uh, Marvel, Marvel done dropped him. Um, you know, uh, his talent agents, his agency done dropped him. You know what I mean? So it's like he ain't really getting no work. Or nothing and bro is just now getting on top, man. So, you know, um I feel like, man, you know, that Anglo Saxon got him. That yeah. Anglo Saxon got the best of him. You know. <laughs> I I I mean, what do you do, man? That's that's one of my biggest fears, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Sean, man. Said he's in the building unharmed. Good to see you safe and healthy, man. Knock on the table, man. You know what I'm saying? Injured with in a sling or a cast or something. That, that is the most hurt individual I've ever seen. He's the Anthony Davis of, of regular life. <laughs> he is the Anthony Davis of regular life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, what was I saying? I was talking about uh what was I talking about? Uh Jonathan Majors. Yeah, so that's that's one of my that's one of my biggest fears, man. Like To work that hard to get somewhere and let somebody who didn't help me get there take me away from it right when I get to the peak of what I'm doing, right right when I get all the momentum that I've been looking for all these years, because he'll never get that momentum back, like ever. That that momentum will never be back because that'll always be hanging over the head. The only way that he'll get that back is if he scores 60 a game like Kobe. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way Jonathan Majors is going to get his career back. He got to go in and get in the league and score 60 a game because Kobe scored so many points that you forgot that he put it in a white girl's butt. Like <laughs> Kobe was killing. Kobe was out there balling so hard that we forgot that uh, he had a, a sodomy charge on his record. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan Majors got to go out there and do some major balling. You got to. You got to get in 16 Tubi movies to, uh, <laughs> you got to, uh, go on and get in your, uh, your bag like Clifton Powell. You got to take every role and earn your keep because, uh, that Anglo Saxon took you out of your, she took, she took you out of your pocket, man. She knocked you off your square, man. So, you know, you hurting out here, bro. And I hate to see it. I'm laughing just to make light of the situation, but for real, I feel like that that's pretty deep, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's that's pretty darn deep. Um, they said, uh, "Hold on," Joy said. Wasp. What does wasp mean? Did you go? Did you go research? <laughs> I think if you just typed in, um, I think if you just typed in her, her uh, obsession's name in Google, just as obsession, you wouldn't have found nothing. Put just obsession actress, obsession the actress, and you'll find. You find what I'm talking about. Uh, they said prize from the Fujis was a federal informant. Um, I ain't I ain't even look up the article to give it that much light, but uh, they said this whole time, bro, been a federal informant, and he made a hundred million from the Chinese. So he been spying. He been a uh, spy for the Chinese on the USA. <laughs> like how you was in the Fujis? How did you? How, where did you th- fill out an application to become a Chinese spy? Like what? You got songs with Lauren Hill. How are you a Chinese spy? Like what? Like, are you the reason that Lauren Hill went natural? <laughs> are you the reason she don't do music anymore? Like what's going on, man? They said Prize from the Fujis is a federal, you know, he was a a federal witness or whatever they called it. And uh basically he was uh he was working You know, he had, uh, he got caught working for the Chinese government. Said he made a hundred million off of it and all that crazy stuff. And I said, bro, 2023, nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing surprises me anymore, man. Everything is just crazy. You got these, you got these uh, trans women competing in women's sports and beating the snot out of these girls. Like, you know, they beating the snot out of these girls, man. And it's like, you know, I feel like, you know, whatever you identify is, uh, uh, whatever you identify as, that's what you identify as. Like it has nothing to do with me. At the same time, it's like, bro, as a father with a daughter, it's like, let me, let me get in there and you rocking with my daughter and you like y'all doing a wrestling or whatever event. And you in there rocking my daughter saying, so, yeah, right, hi, bro. I'm, Man, they gonna, it's going to take an act of Congress to get me up off you, fam. I'm just saying. It ain't even it ain't even because you're trans or I got hate or nothing like that. It's like, no, you're a man beating the shit out of my daughter. Like, what's going on, fam? We not doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. And now you got all of these guys, these trans, well, you got all these trans women that's like speaking up and, you know, they're having these rallies and the rallies are so hilarious because from behind, it looks like a group of women. But then you kind of, the camera pants to the front of the, you know what I mean? And you see these family guy jaw lines and you're like, oh, these are dudes. And they're like, trans lives matter. Trans li-. Like, bro, your voice is still in man mode. You didn't do nothing feminine with your voice. You don't even sound like, you sound like a dad. You sound like an American dad. And you out here talking about, <laughs> and these lives matter. And, bro, what, what is going on? <laughs> like this is the most confusing time that I've ever experienced. You know what I'm saying? Drug test the drug test the transgenders. Let's see what's in their system. If we if TAC is a banned substance, <laughs> so, so is uh what is it? Uh hormones. You know what I'm saying? What what are we doing? You know what I mean? Try to figure it out. Cause that's that's just a different level of, of what's going on. Hey Lars, bring me in two shirts in here yeah so i'm gonna I'm show y'all this uh but yeah that that trans stuff is crazy man i'm gonna show y'all uh i'm gonna show y'all man uh what i'm coming out with man this is gonna be my uh my summer release you know what i mean one of my summer releases uh i like it i'm pretty proud of it you know what i'm saying so i feel like i need to show y'all we exclusive you know what i'm saying y'all rocking with me i rock with y'all you heard so we're gonna see what it do Uh hello. Thank you. So uh I got this new action, right? I got this new action. Um this is dropping soon. Um I'm you know, to everything. But I want y'all to see this. It's my new design, man. See if you can see that well. Says, "Stay true." I don't know if the light's too bright. There you go. Stay true. You know what I mean. The back. Real is rare. You dig? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's the new. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my releases that I'm coming out with, man. I got the white version. They true white. You know what i mean? You dig? Hold up, man. <laughs> Tough. Tough. Yeah. Tough. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's, that's. That's what's on the docket, man. That's what's, that's what's coming up, man. You know what I mean? I'm gonna do pre-order sometime in the future. I don't know when yet. But uh, you know, I feel like I needed to drop this exclusive on y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna call it's gonna be called the stay true, the stay true ransom, real rare tea. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna have it in uh assorted colors. With those logos, man, double sided, full color joints, man, you know what I mean? So that's what we're gonna have it do, man. Champagne life, what I doubt. What I doubt. Yeah, but, um, yeah, in closing, man, um, I feel like we had a pretty good show, man. Um, me and Sleazy got work on Sleazy's mic, man. Sleazy having some mic issues. I don't know, he might have an old version of a MacBook. I don't know, but his mic is clipping a lot, man. That's why he had to cut out in the beginning, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, um basically, um y'all know when I when I put these out, man. Y'all, y'all know when this comes out, man. Um, I'm gonna have it on in the web store, on the website, and all that good stuff, man. Uh, I appreciate everybody coming into the to the podcast, man. This is episode twelve. It will be uploaded to all the podcast platforms tomorrow. Should drop about eight thirty unless I run into something stupid, which I you know, anything's possible. Um and uh Joy said, uh that a Creole need a comedy night. Make it happen. Say less. You know what I'm saying? Say less. <laughs> just wait on it. Say less. Um, but yeah, man. Um, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, man. RealStarks27. Share this with somebody. Share it in your story. You ain't got to share it on your page. just might not be, you know, the temperature of your page. So just share it in your story. You know what I mean? Take a screenshot of it. Share it in your story on the YouTube chat, Whatever. You know what I mean? Just get the word out there, man. Because one thing, man, I say it every episode, man. Nobody respects you until somebody that they respect respects you. You know what I mean? So that's part of the game. That's that's why sharing is important. You know what I mean? Because once they see you like it, they don't feel alone. And then they'll start liking it themselves. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the way the game goes. And, you know, we getting it out the mud. So, you know, shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on Facebook. Shout out to everybody on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? appreciate everybody coming in tonight. You know what I mean? We had a good, we had a good show and, uh, gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotta throw Yeezy in there for the last little joint, man. You know what I'm saying? This has been episode 12 of the Areola rollercoaster podcast, man, with your host, you know what I'm saying? Your boy Starks. And, uh, you know what I mean? We still got the realest rare tour popping. So, uh, um, we finishing out the the Realist Rare Tour, man. May 13th, I'm in Danville, Kentucky. June 17th, I'm in Harrisburg. I'll also be in Lexington. I'm I got two uh two different spots I'll be at uh on that's Juneteenth. So I got two different Juneteenth events I'm gonna be at, you know what I mean? Keeping it in moving, keeping it in pushing, you know what I mean? And like I said, tomorrow this will be up on all platforms. You understand what I'm saying? Also, um, just to close it out, uh let me see. Um you can if you see this picture just popped up on the, in the corner right that is a QR code you can scan that QR code and what that does is that gives you uh uh basically takes you to a link that lets you actually drop a voice message that I could play on the podcast you know what I'm saying so if you want to leave a message you know what I'm saying dropping your dro- your social media showing love to the show uh by all means please scan the QR code, get on that thing, man, leave you a message, man, and we'll play it every show, man, you know what I mean? So shout out to y'all. Appreciate everybody showing love, man. I'm about this thing. It's the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast, and we out. You know how we do.
1: Wee!